This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Not giving you credit for the intro. Not doing it this time, Felicia Spencer. Felicia Spencer, <laughs> Dave Van Auchenfee, how are you? Doing great. Another day in the life. Another day in the life, man. Uh, I, I I hear and see you got some commentary gigs coming up, right? Um, well, I, I have um, a commentary for PAWFC, Palace Athena, uh, up in Canada. So that's an all-women's promotion in Western Canada. But they bring they bring girls from all over the world. So right. if you're looking for a fight, I think they're still taking applications. Ooh, I like that. It's a great promotion. They, they actually treat the fighters really well. They pay them well. They give bonuses really generously. Um, when I went there for their inaugural event back in January, I was I was honestly blown away by how – how it ran. I mean, any, any uh, promotion is going to have hiccups, especially on the first, first go, but man, they really took care of all the fighters and in the commentary team and everyone really. So yeah. I'm going to double down on something like that. And you know, I've been to so many different promotions and see a lot of behind the scenes stuff and just a real quick shout out. I know I'm going to be there next week. And I know this is such a like, you know, it's like me. Oh, wow. Dave is saying this. The PFL treats and you've been there with the Challenger Series with us in Orlando. Like they treat us so well and how they feed us and they take care of us. And like you can really tell like they really care that we're there and what we're doing for them of kind of just spreading the word more out to, you know, the masses. So uh, PFL right. is really good, too. I like them a lot. I don't know. They That's are like, great. great next week. I'll be there. Uh, oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Very welcoming. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to see how different promotions run they're all a little bit different but very true um shout out to you though real quick your locks so far this year your official record is 16 and 3 like that's insane like that's pretty (laughs) damn good if you're a 16 and 3 fighter you're fighting for the championship pretty soon like if you're a light heavyweight you're you're fighting yuri prohazic so that's happening your phenomenal picks so your underdog picks record is 7 and 12 and let me kind of let me let me defend you a little bit on this like you are literally Vegas, they build huge casinos and hotels with their winnings. Like they're not building losers out there in Las Vegas. And they make this line and they're saying that this person's going to win. And you're literally going the other way. Like you are literally going against Vegas and those castles out there in the desert. And you're still seven and 12. Like you're right around 500. So I just wanted to give you a quick little shout out to Felicia Spence. Well, thanks. Yeah. I feel, you know, I feel like at least the lock picks, like kind of. Gives me an excuse for for the record on the underdog picks, but hey, you know, it's uh, I didn't always win my underdog uh, fights, so you know, it just is the way it is. <laughs> Man. What are we, wait, wait, wait. You watching that Amanda Nunez Pena in a couple weeks? You're gonna be watching that extra close. <laughs> I'll be watching it as a fan, Dave. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I keep trying to pull her back in, guys. You know, one or two more. That's all. You know, we'll see. <laughs> Let's go to your lock picks. You've been money so far. This is a very cool card. I don't have to talk about it. the UFC Austin was one of the best, probably the top three best cards of the year. All the knockouts, all the moments. What a great card, a building card for so many fighters, you know, really expanded in their careers. This has got a lot to it. There's a lot of, there's four fighters on this. I saw this, um, this post that another outlet made 
there's four fighters and their combined records like 69 and three. Like it's insane. The Shavkat, uh, Shavkat and Nurmagomedov and Circadian in the main event, like all these 19 and O's and 22s and ones. It's, it's pretty stacked. But what's your lock pick? What's the, you know, they can take, I can take out my 401k of the girls and put it on this pick and we're going to, we're going to make money. What's the pick so far? Yeah. There's a lot of them that are interesting. Um, I mean, and just fun fights, interesting fights with like vets versus like undefeated up and comers and that kind of thing. Um, I kind of went with uh, just like a personal one for me. I'm, I'm picking Jenny Fry to beat uh, Vanessa Demopoulos. So it's, kind of like lower on the card, maybe not as interesting to some people. For me, super interesting. Like I, I had met Jen a few times and um, there were some matchups that she had in the UFC that weren't great matchups for her and her style and just her performance. It wasn't there, but I know uh, Jen can bring it. And I think, uh, I think this is a really good matchup for her. I think she is the favorite on this one. I, I forgot to double check this morning, uh, but I'm, I'm going with her to beat, to have the skill set to beat Vanessa. No, uh- so funny. Literally this morning, uh, I'll, we'll get this out today. So this is Wednesday, June 22nd. This morning, uh, my bookie wanted me to make a post and they wanted me to make it on Jen Yu Fry. She's a minus 270 favorite. And they're like, they're getting a ton of action. I don't know because uh, Vanessa Demopoulos, the last time she fought, she did the whole Joe Rogan thing. And now she's on Fight Pass. I don't know if she's getting a little bit of steam and maybe a lot of uh, casuals or a lot of people are like, whoa, like she's a big underdog that's put money on her. Maybe that's the reason. I'm not sure. But they uh, they kind of reached out to me. And they're like, hey, can you make this post? So we made it on Fight Bananas and we did make it on Gen U Fry. That is so funny. Uh, that is funny. Yeah, minus 270 favorite. I like her a lot too. Uh, she was matched up with Orlando's Hannah Goldie that you've been training with a little bit lately, kind of getting her ready for London in a couple weeks. They were matched up and uh, Hannah got sick that week and that fight never came to fruition. But uh I, I, she's a, she's a stud. She is just physically immaculate. She is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And fighting, a, you know, I think just even the physique, like she's not oversized, undersized right now versus Vanessa. Like I think they're, you know, match. I think when she was matched up with Hannah, I think Hannah seems stronger, you know, bigger, just she cuts more weight. Maybe I'm not, I think, well, Jen fought at Adam weight. So I'm positive right. that she's right. for some fights at straw weight. It's going to be tough for her because she was naturally just a smaller person than a lot of the straw weights are. But I think in this case, I think she's well-matched in size. And I think her experience is just far beyond, you know, so a lot like of straw weight division. I like it. I'm going to call my uh, money man right after this. <laughs> I'm taking out uh, Taylor and Emmy's, you know, 401k. I got some money. They're two and a half. So it's not a ton of money. You know what I mean? So I'm going to take the money out, putting it on Jen Fry because Felicia Spencer told me to. All right. What's the phenomenal <laughs> pick? What's your underdog pick? Uh, you know, my wife, you know, we, we, we want a nice night out of the town. We want to get a little date now. I want to get a little underdog pick. So what's your phenomenal pick on this Yeah, card? this one, uh, what was she, uh, a plus 220, so not bad for an underdog pick, right? Oh. I'm going to switch over to Bellator. I'm going with Pam Sorensen. Boom, right? Ooh, I'm going cars. to Bellator way down on the Bellator card. We got really interesting fight for me. You know, it's a female featherweight fight. I've obviously fought Pam Sorensen. I've, I've seen Kat for ever fighting uh cast pretty heavy favorite and i like i like pam in this fight i like i like where she's at in her career and her you know i think uh i think she's got what it takes so i'm going with pam i love it felicia you're the best uh two different cards it's so funny because i almost talked to you beforehand 
PFL is this week. It's PFL five. And there's a lot of really good bets on this card. There's a, a couple really key matchups. Bellator has got a good card. The main event um, with Musasi, who's always been underrated, against another yeah. undefeated uh, American top team middleweight. So I'm so intrigued to see if Musasi can defend another American top team undefeated guy. But Pam Sorsen, I didn't see that. wasn't on my docket today, but we're going to run with it. We'll make a post plus 220. So we got Jin Yu Fry at minus 250 and Pam Sorsen at plus 220. See, I like it. I like it. I got a good feeling about this week. We'll see, you know. Cool. Um, <laughs> it's fun. Let's hit real quick back to UFC Vegas 57, the main event, two lightweights, two hard names to say, Gamron and Circadian, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but these guys are, one's 19-0 and 0 and one's 22-1. and 1. These are, This is a really, really good fight. The casuals, uh, you know, when they see the poster, they probably, you know, they don't get excited. For us who's in it and watch it, we're like, oh, my goodness, I cannot believe this is happening already. Like, this could be a future championship fight three, four years from now, but they're doing it uh, in the summer of 2022. What do you think of this fight with Gamrot and Circadian? Yeah, it's like you said, it's one that you have to kind of think about. Like, okay, I've seen them fight, um, you know, kind of put things together. I mean, it's it's just it's just two high-level guys going at it. You know, like, there's not a whole bunch of steam behind either one. So it's just really like you're just looking at it for what it is just their skill, you know, one skill set versus the other, instead of looking at like your biases. Cause I don't think a lot of people have a lot of bias in this fight from, you know, already favoriting one person or not. Right. Um, another one that I just have to mention on the card is Neil Magny fighting yeah. the undefeated. I mean, yes. I mean, look, I got to look at his name again. Uh, Shavkov Rachmanov. Yeah. Nailed it. Like that. Yeah. So nailed yeah. 15 and Oh, I think yeah. 15 and Oh, 27 year old kid. Every single win is a stoppage, first, second, third round stoppage. So, like, but then Neil Magny, I've been high on Neil for a long time. He's beat everybody. He's beat Robbie Lawler, Johnny Hendricks, Anthony Rafa Marin, everybody, Carlos Condit. Like, he's got every person under his, you know, under his belt. So, it's just one of those things like some uh, Neil Magny, who probably should have fought for a title at some point or was so close to fight for a title. And then he's fighting someone we've, I had never really heard of. I know we fought in the UFC a couple of times, but just like crazy running through people that, that I've never heard of, but this is the first big test for him. So I'm really interested in that fight. I think that's a really cool one. The veteran versus the newcomer. It's like, oh, it's going to happen. So It has a, a, a Chamaya versus Burns feel to it. Maybe not to that level because Chamaya was so big and Burns fought for the championship and Burns is barely, you know, more highlighted than Neil Magny, but it has that feel. It's these, undefeated yeah. uh you know kind of this um you know a monster who like you said who's never been to a judge's scorecard it's unbelievable in mixed martial yeah. arts it's like i we hear all up. the time like oh stop them don't leave it to the judges we saw how close calvin cater and josh emmett and they're like oh you shouldn't have left it to the judges like these are two of the top five featherweights in the whole entire planet and they're fighting of course like it's going to be you know a 25 minute fight and with Neil Magny, he's just one of these guys. He's so underrated. You look at his career, Fight Bananas made a post on Monday, and it's uh, win or lose. But especially if he wins, if he beats Shavkat, like, to me, he's a UFC Hall of Famer. Like, he's, like you go to his resume, and like you said, you just named out nine guys. Is You know, Robbie Lawler is a Hall of Famer. Yes. Is Carlos Condit a Hall of Famer? Yes. Like, all these guys that he's beat. So, and he's yeah. just been around for so long. And I know sometimes people – Hall of Fame shouldn't be a longevity thing. And I do get that. But to a certain extent, 
his longevity, and especially in one weight class, the welterweight weight class is one of the greats for the UFC banner all these years. Like you just, you have to get credit for Neil Magny fighting for 10 years under the banner. And I think it's like, he's got 18 or 19 wins in, in welterweight. It's amazing. He's literally second to GSP. That's it. Yeah, he's, he's going to need to break some kind of welterweight record with wins or, you know, this or that. So who was it that just made a post that said they, they just wanted to beat uh, Michael Bisbing for most wins at middleweight? It was uh, Brunson. Yeah, yeah, he just made a, something like that where you're just even, you know, or maybe Neil still does have title aspirations. I would imagine he does yep. since he hasn't been to that point yet. But even if just something like that, just breaking some kind of welterweight record, like or multiple records, can just keep him in the history books. I think he has what it takes to do at least that. You know, I agree, and I think you just nailed something really good. There's no way he doesn't have title aspirations, and he's fighting Shavkat, you know, Rachmanov, like Donald Cerrone and Joe Lozon was just booked for the second time. Like that's a veteran. We've been here before. That's just, like this is a really cool fight, and we're all happy to see it. Neil Magny's fighting the maybe toughest guy in the welterweight that, you know, people don't want to fight. Yeah. So it's like, you can tell he's like, hey, UFC, if I beat him, like, I want to fight one of these top three, four guys. Give me a, you know, a Wonder Boy or give me a Masvidal or, or give me one of these Burns. And then I want to fight for the title. I think he thinks he's two away. So um, it's wild. Yeah. That's a good one. That's definitely, you know, I know, I think, like you said, he's definitely, a, 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 you know, a pretty sized underdog. But um, I'm very intrigued. That's kind of the fight of the weekend. I'm kind of, I got to, I got to watch it. I got to see that fight. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say Neil is the underdog? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, he is? Oh, wow. Yeah. I think it's like. I don't even realize that. It was, I mean, it's a tough one to, it's a tough one to pick. So I wouldn't change my pick, but yeah. Neil Magnus plus 320. <laughs> that's a good one to. Not put bad. a little bit on, honestly. <laughs> Not bad. Look at this, Felicia. We might get two phenomenal picks. Damn, Sorensen and Neil back. We, we'll see. But um, great, great, great picks. Uh, Jen, you fries your lock, 16 and 3, 2022 record. Your upset, your phenomenal pick, 7 and 12 record. We're going with a plus 220. That's Bellator. I believe that's Friday night, I believe. Friday night. Yeah. Friday night, Pam Sorison. We got PFL and Bellator on Friday. We got the UFC on Saturday. Life is good for an MMA fan. You know, life is pretty good. It doesn't get much better. <laughs> there we go. Well, Felicia, have a good day. Have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Next week, I don't know. We might have to do something maybe live on Instagram. I'll be in Atlanta all week for PFL Media and all that stuff. So maybe we'll try to figure it out. But uh, next week, I believe, is yeah, it's the pay-per-view. So that's a big one. We might have to uh, – we'll, we'll get together on socials. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Have a good day.